Hey, what's up, guys? This is the first episode that I recorded where we were doing like a FaceTime video call. So like first time being face to face. And I think because of that, it was a little bit different and it was cool. It was like actually getting to talk to somebody versus just on the phone. So there were certain cues that I realized, you know, I wasn't talking as much as I should. Um, You know, I was nodding my head a lot and things like that. So uh, bear with the episode if it seems a little different than the other ones. Because there's some really good content here. Thank you for your attention as usual. This is for all barbers. No matter your age, race, or status. Barber life. So yeah, I got Trim Reaper. What is going on, man? What's going on, bro? How you been? It's been a while. Yeah, I think it's been like a year since I had you on. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, close to a year. It's, I think it's been a year, about a year since I've seen you too. Probably, I think that's one of the cool things and bad things about social media, right? Like you feel like you're catching up with everybody, but you actually haven't hung out with anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I always like seem to catch up with people like every day, and then I'll see them in person and be like, "Wow, I feel like I haven't seen you in two years." Yeah, it probably has been. That's that's yeah. what's going on with me. I don't see anybody. I don't do anything. I, I don't like... There's really nothing social about my life at all. <laughs> yeah. Except for social media. Right now, I got my head down trying to get shit done. But yeah, man. So since I last talked to you, you're full on Hanzo education, right? Yes, yeah, sir. National yeah. educator for Hattori Hanzo. Yeah, that is cool. That's got to be fun. Youngest, youngest ever in the company. Oh, really? yeah that's kind of cool yeah it's a, it's pretty cool it's pretty fun it's been a lot of fun it's it's a lot of work but it's really worth it yeah now how does that work as far as like if they want you to do something on the west coast you gotta so, just go do it yeah i mean a lot of my stuff i book myself um i'll have people like reach out to me or whatever and i'll just be like hey, okay cool who's your hanzo rep i'll reach out to the rep we'll coordinate dates and then we book Jesus, like last weekend I had eight classes in three days. So we'll book up to eight classes in in a weekend in a certain region. And then company flies me out, puts me in a hotel. I teach the classes and I fly home. Damn, that's pretty good. That was my question. How's going to be my question? Do you have to pay for that yourself? Because I know, you know, my little stint into uh, stand-up comedy back in the day, you know, you could like do a bunch of shows at like the Funny Bone in uh, Cleveland. But you're going to have to pay to get out there and you know right. kind of it evens out to basically zero money because once you pay for everything and but they pay you you know right well uh, that's what's great is like i'm so blessed that they do that you know they they fly me out everywhere but i also get to take all of the airline miles so i'm just racking up miles as, as i go trying to get free free flights you know oh oh so you book it on your own card and then they they reimburse you no they book it but whenever i check in for my flight i add my airline miles Oh, you can you can do that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. All right. So how did that work? How did you get to that point? I mean, well, let's well no, let me rewind. Let me let me start here. You're you're a social media maven. Like you got it locked. Like like at nah. least at least Instagram. How many hours a day do you say you would have to spend on Instagram talking and linking and networking with everybody to get? Not that anybody's going to do exactly what you did, but to get around that. 
I mean, you want me to be honest or do you want me to give you a number that people understand? Because I was spending four and a half, five hours a day on Instagram. Yeah, well, I prefer honesty. I mean, if you know anything about me, you know that. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So I was spending around four and a half to five hours a day on Instagram, not just posting, but like commenting on people's shit and like talking to people and just trying to network as much as possible. And like if I see a haircut I like, I'll you know shoot the person a message and be like, yo, this, this stuff is dope. This haircut's great. And that's, you know, just trying to build a network more than more so than building followers. Mm-hmm. The followers just come in time. Like, I think when I started at the salon, I had like 1,300. And I'm at like 56 right now. Wow. 5,600? Yeah. 50, okay. I thought you were going to say 56,000. I was like, all right, here we go. Nah, 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 it was. <laughs> that's cool. That's very interesting to me. Um, it's been very interesting to watch you do what you do like i was just talking to my boy nick who um used to work with me and now opens no owns his own shop um he he came in today to say what's up and um we were talking about you coming on the cast tonight and i was like you know what i like about this cat is that our the way we started talking was completely organic it was just like you know just through instagram but it was it wasn't like hey give me a shout out or hey like yeah, my post or you know yeah. s- some people you know hit well, me I, on I, yeah and I, I honestly think it, it was i was listening to your first episode you did with steve from the barbers then and i just posted that i was listening to it yeah. and i think we started following each other and i think that was kind of the birth of this relationship which is cool yeah because it's more realistic like you said forming a network versus trying to like Make sure you follow me, and if you don't follow me, I'm not gonna follow you back. And yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I mean, anybody knows this by now. I don't like all that drama, man. That's like, if so, you're cool, let's chill. If not, then that's fine. You know. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. You know, I've I've had some people yeah. hit me up like, "Oh, you got to get me on the cast." And it's like, okay, we can do that. But what are we actually gonna talk about? I don't even know you. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I know. I know. I've been bugging you for a couple of weeks to get back on here. Well, that's different because you already been on here and we haven't that's talked. True. We just, I mean, this is kind of, unfortunately, the only way I see friends that aren't, like, in my daily day, you know, in my life. Like, right. you know, like, my, my barbers have become, like, my friends and my clients right now. That's the way it is. I have, like, two close friends that I see. And I think that's okay i think at first i used to think that was sad but now i think that's just the way it is and i'm happy with it you know yeah i mean my my best friends are the people i work with that's it that's what it is you know i'm around them 80 hours a week like i might as well just spend my time with them when i'm not here too you know (laughs) yeah it's just easier i mean they're gonna understand what the hell you're talking about true yeah that's that's i've been saying this forever it's a weirdo career it's a, yeah. it's 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 a it's like a complete lifestyle you know yeah i mean like i'll talk to people that i like went to high school with that i for some reason still talk to i tried to leave all that shit behind me but um and i'll just be like yeah you know like i'm teaching classes i'm doing this and that and they're like for what though <laughs> um, like for hair and they're like you get you get paid to teach hair and i'm like yeah it's like that's what's cool about it and they're like that's cool yeah and i'm like it's pretty fucking cool you know what what'd you think I was gonna say? Not tang? Yeah. Like what like what do you <laughs> Oh man. Um totally off subject. Any new tattoos or <laughs> uh, I got this one on my neck that's almost almost finished. Um 
getting tattooed in April. I'm starting my leg. I'm getting a portrait of Kobe. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, okay. R.I.P. Mamba. Growing up, that was that was who showed me what hard work was. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's your Jordan. That's your era. Oh man, that's that was tragic. Un- just such weird news. It's just such because I I actually did like a like a phone cleanse as corny as that sounds. I did like a uh, basically just shut all notifications off my phone, so I don't get yeah. any sports news, any regular news. I don't get any like none of my apps come up as like hey you know anything. I have to like go to my phone and check it. Yeah. Um So I didn't know that. I didn't know that happened, and I got like. Two text messages simultaneously, one from one of my barbers and one from my boy Cheeto. Like, you hear about Kobe? I'm like, no, nah, why what happened? Like, you didn't hear? Go check it out. I'm like, oh my God. It's sad. It's just. Yeah, I might, I may or may not have cried, you know? It's. I teared up, I teared up a little bit. It's. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could see that happen. I'm very. I'm very weird with death. Like, it just doesn't bother me at all until, like, a couple years later. Like, yeah. I don't know if I just block it out. I don't know what I do, but. Um, you know, like, when I lose people close to me, I just, like, I'm like, well, I guess yeah. if there's an afterlife, I'll see him later, but otherwise, I got this thing I'm doing, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know what's that, that's, I don't know, a therapist might tell you that's something, but I don't know, um, but yeah, Kobe was, um, pretty incredible athlete, man, I, I, you know, he was, to me, I thought the closest thing to Jordan, and I'm not, knocking lebron at all he's incredible but he just didn't have that same finesse that 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 jordan had so kobe had it it was nasty but so that's cool you're gonna get that tattoo and um let let me ask you about this i see you all the time posting about the window seat boys with diego and somebody else who i actually don't know leche oh dude you gotta follow leche leche is another hanzo educator okay he's a legend so what's okay. up? So what is that? What about window seat boys? So okay, uh, so Diego, uh, who is now a friend of mine, I just I flew out to LA in November and I showcased at his anniversary event for his barbershop. Um, Diego for me has always been a huge inspiration. He was like the second hair account that I followed mm-hmm. in hair school. I think the first one was like Scorum or something like that. Yeah, but Diego for me like. I remember before I even started, I want to say it was before I started high school. It was like 2015. I saw him on Cedric's Barber Battle on TV, right? Cedric oh, Day yeah, Day yeah. Day. And I was like, yo, this dude just looks like different than everybody. This dude is just different than everyone. So yeah. I just started following him. And uh, one day I got a notification that just said, yo, do you want to fly out to LA and showcase at our anniversary event? And I was like, I'll clear my schedule. Like, let's uh, go right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went out there. Um, a couple of buddies of mine went out with me, um, but it was great, man. Like being able to like put the person to the Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Like to just like really hang out with him, talk to him. Like I spent the day at a shop, like, so we quickly became friends, friendly. And, uh, you know, I used strand behind the chair, which is his company. Um, and I recently just hit him up. He told me I should come out for BarberCon Los Angeles. I told him I didn't think I could. But uh, I texted him and I said, yo, I, I'm coming out now. Like, you convinced me. Like, is there any way I could get a one-on-one class with you? Like, is there any way I could assist you for the show? Like, let me pay you to work for you. Yeah. He was uh-huh. like, yo, you don't, he was like, you don't got to do that. We'll set a class up one-on-one. Give me your dates. We'll make it happen. 
and we can figure something out for the show. <clears throat> so he's just kind of taking me under his wing a little bit. Uh, just in the times that I talk to him, same thing with Leche. Leche is just amazing. He's one of the people that I can go to like at any, any time with anything. Um, the window seat boys was just a thing Diego started <laughs> and it, it seems so stupid at, at first. Right. I was like, Oh, like who wants to ride in a window seat where I could get the aisle seat with the extra leg room. Yeah. And I was just like thinking about it. And I was like, this is just cool though. Like, you know, you see where people are going, you see people traveling and like they got, they took a window seat and like not every window seat's great. Yeah. So every time I get on a plane, I get a window seat. I got a hashtag window seat voice. You know? I got gotcha. you. So it's just a little joke among friends, but it, it seems like it's a thing because of who you guys are, right? Because of the stature. It's definitely a thing, bro. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I think I think you're a very fun person. I think you have very you're a very interesting person, man. I think you you change your look up a lot. You know, right now we're Facetime in this conversation, and I see you got the full 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 beard. The lumberjack kicking off. You got yeah, you got damn near a mullet going on. <laughs> a gold tooth, you know. But then like you know, I'm just I got like uh Google photos and or Amazon photos. I have both, but one of them pops up notifications every day. Hey, you wanna see your post from this day like two years ago? And there was a picture of a haircut that um Steve gave you at the last time we were all at the shop for the uh Beats Brews and Barbers. And and that was like like bright blonde hair you know high oh, and tight you know yeah well this was like neon <laughs> yeah 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 although i, I can't know, i'm just kind of a lot of people have been asking me because i a lot of people do say i switch up my style a lot and i just i don't know i try to stay interesting like you know i get in the same routine of like i wear the same vans every day so you know today i had to pull out you know the yeezys oh yeah do something to switch it up and it got to a point, I haven't had a haircut since November, and it got to a point around Christmas time that I was just like, you know what, screw it. Like, I've never had long hair. Yeah. I'm too, too lazy to get a haircut. <laughs> I just, just grow my hair out. Yeah. So, just let it trying go. To stay, trying to stay interesting, keep, keep myself, myself on my toes, you know? Yeah, I think it, I think it is interesting because I think it comes from you. I don't think you're trying to make sure you fit into a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like you're like, this is what I feel like doing now. You know? I I just try to do me and like not worry about anything else. Yeah. Like if I think something looks cool, I think it looks cool. Like, and if I think something looks good, like I'm just going to rock with it. Yeah. I don't really, I try not to worry about like social perception too much. Yeah. I think that's good. I think it's hard not to do that. I think we all sort of do, you know, I know. I think, um, it's the thing I just, you ever, you know who Jim Quick is? He's a, no. it's like a motivational speaker, sort of. I don't know how to describe him. I was trying to talk about him on my little vlog today, but it came all ass backwards. But basically, he's he helps movie stars with, like, brain power. With, like, memory, like, memorizing scripts, um, how to read faster, like, how to do everything better and faster. Um, and he was talking about what's the question. Everybody has a question they ask themselves. Like every minute of every day, like you don't realize, but when you walk into a room, you're asking yourself a question. And uh, I thought that was super interesting. And I was thinking about what mine is. And, and I think if I'm being dead honest, and this is just being fully transparent, mine is, well, what are they going to say? You know what I mean? 
And not that I'm going to take that to the bank, but I'm always going to measure up against what they're going to say and then what's going to be my retort because this is something I really feel like doing. Yeah. So it's not in the sense that I'm like, oh, I can't do it because I'm afraid of what they're going to say. It's like, well, what's my wife going to say? Or what's my employees going to say? Or what's my dad going to say? What's my mom going to say? Like, what what, like, what, what are the things that are come? And so that plays around in my head a lot. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to work with that instead of against it. But I think I have done pretty well as far as I've always kind of done my own thing. There are yeah. times I got moments of weakness where I'm like, oh, I'll go back to somebody like, oh, I should have done what you said. Sorry. But realistically, I am the tuning fork. I set the tone. 100%. Everybody will get on my tone or they won't. It's up to them. But yeah. I'm not going to your tone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. When I step in the room, I'm the leader. That's the way That's the way it's been. But I think and I'll never stop asking me, asking myself, what are they going to say? You know what I mean? It's yeah. definitely going to happen. So well, it's, That's something, too, that like I have to keep in my mind with like doing so many classes, right? Like if I show up, you know, wearing something crazy, like what are they going to say? Or if I say something crazy, what are they going to say? Yeah. But at the same time, I got to keep it in my mind. Like what am I going to do to keep interesting and keep different than everybody else? So it's it's kind of a balancing act between like, okay, well, what are they going to say? And, and fuck it, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Who who would who would you say you compete with the most if you if you were gonna compete with um, somebody like who who? The, I guess that's the yeah that's a straight up blatant question. <laughs> yourself. Definitely myself, man. I think I like that. I think that looking in the mirror introspectively every day is healthy because you can be your own best friend or your own biggest enemy. Yeah, and I can build myself up where I can break myself down real quick with one wrong move. Mm-hmm. So keeping in mind the right moves to make, I compete with myself on a, on a daily basis to be better than I was yesterday. I think that's the, I think that's the key to anybody that's really doing successful things. That's really bland. Let me, let me rephrase that. That's the key to anybody that's going to be the best version of themselves. Yeah, I think that's the short answer of, of what I should have said is I'm just trying to be the best version of myself every day. I'm not trying to like go on Instagram and be like, well, this dude did a cooler fade than me or this guy did a cooler haircut. Like, what did I do within me to make a step forward that I could have done yesterday but didn't? Right. I love it. I do the, I got into a new discipline of when I get in the car after work, I got about three minutes to myself to think about where was I the man today? Where was I an absolute beast? Where did I fall short and why? And then what's my mindset right now that I'm bringing home? Yeah. Because I got a family. And if I had a crappy day or something happened, I can't come home and be all, oh, poor me. Because my kids want to show me the thing they do. It didn't art. And my son wants to show me the book he picked out at library. And my wife needs to talk about her day that she had. You know right. what I mean? So I got to be the man. So what context am I holding right now? Okay, right now I'm in the mindset of day late, dollar short. That's not a powerful context. What do I need to change that to to get home? I got 25 minutes on my commute. So what songs do I got to listen to? What right. comedy album do I need to listen to? What friend do I need to call? What? How loud do I need to scream? Whatever it is yeah. to get the best version of myself. And so that's been very, very fun. And like you said, like introspective, you know what I mean? Like being real, like really honest with yourself. And if you don't think you have the time to do that, then 
let me let me rephrase that. If I feel like I don't have the time to do that, then I got a whole nother issue. 100%. You know what I mean? Like I got you got to give yourself three minutes. Yep. I mean, and I I try to push that even to like not behind the chair. Like I think us as barbers, we get caught up in like, well, what do I got to do to be the man tomorrow when I walk in the shop? Right. But it's so much further than that. Where if I take steps to improve my mental and physical well being and like who I am as a person outside of here, I'm in turn going to feel better. And then when I stand behind the chair, I'm going to be more clear headed and more focused. Right. So it starts. It starts outside. It starts outside of work. It starts in your daily life. I love that. That's. I agree with that. I. You know. I've always. Not always. For the past five years, lived by the phrase of how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. So yeah. if I'm like, for instance, the other day I was walking, getting out of my truck, and I had a bunch of like my kids' like granola bar wrappers and stuff in my hand, and like one fell out of my hand, and I was like, I'll oh, forget it. I'll leave it like litter. You know. And then I was like, no, because it's gonna translate. I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up something else. You know what I'm saying? So I went back, I picked it up, I put it in the trash. As simple as that. That's how fast I can slip. I know that about myself. So let's stay tight. Now let me ask you this. With these haircuts that you do, how do you let me ask you like about your process? I wanna I wanna talk about your process. This is probably one of the most choppy interviews I've ever done, so we're going <laughs> to have to edit this. Because um, some of the haircuts you put out are unreal. Like, I'm just like, yeah. bang, like like on oh, my man John that you've been cutting. That's my I'm, dude. I'm, I'm like, dude, these are just like perfect haircuts. And then some I don't really understand, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, sometimes I'm looking at them going, I don't, I don't know how you got to that point. So my question is, do you envision it before you start cutting or are you cutting and then it starts to shape and you and then you go with that? I I tend to look at a lot of things before I look at the haircut itself. Okay. Um, I look basically at their facial structure. Okay. And if I know some of this wacky shit that I have in my head will fit on their facial structure, <laughs> like, John, like John, I could do anything to his hair and it'll work because he's got the perfect shaped face. Right. Like that that dude just walked down the runway at New York Fashion Week wearing my haircut last week. Woo! <laughs> that's the cool that's the coolest shit ever and that haircut sh- wouldn't work on everybody. Right. But where his hair is the way it is and his face is the way it is, I'm able to kind of take those creative steps to kind of step out of my box a little bit more. Okay. <clears throat> um and it really creates like a custom tailored haircut uh, where I can't just go give it to anybody else. Right. So right. I start I start from the middle of their face and I work outwards. Wow. The last, the last thing I get to is their hair. I like it that. Me a picture of like, Oh, I want this, but like, you know, their facial structure doesn't align for it. Then it's okay. I can give you a haircut like this, but I need to tweak it to make it fit your facial structure. That's head shape and everything. And it's, it's, it's all about taking what they have and making it fully custom tailored to them. That's real. That's really tough. I'm looking at you drinking a sip of your water, and I don't know what the hell happened to mine. Um, I like that. I've never heard that. And uh, probably because I don't talk about the art of cutting hair that much, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, right now, I'm in business of cutting hair. That's, like, my mind. It says it's all business. But I want to talk to you because this is where I enjoy myself the most. I think, um, for, you know, getting off a little bit of a tangent here. I've realized that, you know, I've probably had anxiety my whole life and it wasn't a thing when I was a kid. It was just like, yeah. he's a, he's a friggin' wuss. Like, you know, like yeah. toughen up. Like, cause I was nervous about everything and I was like, I didn't want to talk around certain people, but 
you know, I realized there's things that alleviate anxiety and there's things that cause it. And I've been lucky enough, like one of the things that a few things that alleviate my anxiety. Number one is hip hop always has been like hip hop saved my life. It guided my whole life into where I'm at now, just following the principles of no biting and, and um, being your own person and this kind of thing. Um, cutting hair relieved a lot of anxiety once I started really feeling comfortable with it. Like I feel once the clippers are in my hand and once we're in conversation, I could be anywhere. It could be bombs going off behind me. It doesn't matter, you know. Um watching skateboard videos, kung fu, graffiti stuff, like always like it just puts me in the right place. Right. Yeah. So I want to get back to that more. Right now I'm in the business of opening barbershops. And that's cool. Yeah. And I'm loving that. It's a whole different art. It's a whole different art. But I like talking to guys like you because you're in the art a hundred percent. And you're making money. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like you're just doing it for fun, right? So it's very interesting because just like you said, you start with the face and work out. That's how, like, you start with art, the art of cutting hair, and then you worked your way out to whatever money you're going to make. I started with money, (laughs) trying to make enough money to feed the family, right? And then I'm starting to get into the art, like, oh, oh, wow. Like, yeah, actually, if you look at it this way, um, you know, for instance, for myself, I just really started probably in the last two years, really focused on shape of the haircut, you know, yeah. forever. And I'll fully admit this. I was just a grinder, just, just make the hair shorter. I never like styled the top. I just made it shorter, you know, yeah. um, started thinking about things differently, started wanting more from my experience behind the chair and wanted to give more to my clients, you know? And, uh, yeah, so focused on shape. And then when I'm coming up with these styles and these ideas in the shop, my team's like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and then it spreads and then it spreads and it's, it's fun. So that's an interesting approach. I like that, man. I think if people listen and they could really take something from that. Well, I think, and I think too is, um, <clears throat> kind of just, I coming up as a barber, like I worked in a shop full of just grinders who were just like, all right, cool. Here's a three and a half through your, your crown you know, chop half the top off and we'll flip it over and throw a hard part. And, you know, all due respect to those guys, they made their money. They went home happy. They went to their families. But for me, I was just kind of bored by that. And I was like, I could take this and I could make it a different shape and I could make it style it different ways with different products. And I could do things that people wouldn't necessarily understand unless they understood it. And that right. kind of shape, that kind of shape, my whole mindset is, I don't want to be understood if you don't understand me, if that makes sense. I love if it. You yeah. If you don't get what I'm doing, that's perfectly fine, but you're going to get it at some point. It's going to click and you're going to understand why I've been the way I have, you know? And, well, that's it. And the people that do get you will stand in line. 100%. Right. And so that's that's like definition of like niche, like finding your niche or niche or however you want to say it. Which in New Hampshire, I, like in New England in general, like I've been extremely blessed to be... I don't want to say one of the first people doing these kinds of styles, but like I would call myself one of the more prominent ones in the area. Mm-hmm. I agree uh, with that. Becoming really well known for like my heavy texture and like all the stuff, like the, the, the haircuts that people are too afraid to do most of the time are the haircuts that I jump at. Right. The haircuts <laughs> that scare a lot of people are the haircuts that make me feel hungry. Right. Cause you want to learn, you want to learn the art. 
Yeah, and if I fuck it up, I fuck it up. Like it's hair. Yeah. Like, we've all been there. If I if I if I jump and fu- and, and I fuck up and I, I land flat on my face, then guess what? There's another platform for me to jump off right around the corner. And that's huge. I talked about that earlier today on my vlog. Is that guess what? Your problems are, you know, you created them. They're your problems. You could also solve them. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing when you take ownership over that. If you say, "Hey, I messed this up. Could have done better," you know, I don't think people understand that. There's thousands of haircuts that you haven't taken a picture of. Yep. Thousands upon thousands. You don't take a picture of. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, I'll do it on my story. I'll just take a picture of every haircut I do that day. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I do a lot of three on the side, fade, <laughs> tapered back, and, you know, a little... Uh, it's I'll, not, it's 90% of my clientele. Yeah. But the picture I want to show you is, like, you know, the the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? That The the nice fade with the way that everything came in and or the beard lineup or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, in in the in my new shop, it's in a town that's not too privy to a lot of style, man. They're not really. It's just not out there, and so right. we're kind of bringing it in. Like, we're blowing people's minds over there with a couple simple things, like um, like a choppy front, like choppy bangs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and and uh, like slickerilla powder or any styling powder. <laughs> you know, um. People are like, "Whoa!" We we a guy uh, tapered. We tapered a guy sideburns the other day. He we noticed he was cutting my barber Brooke. She noticed that he was cutting his uh, his sideburns way up, like above his ear. She's like, "How come you do that?" I'm just curious. Oh, he doesn't like his glasses touching it, right? So she just did like a ball taper there. Blew his mind. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, these are haircuts we've been doing for I don't know for me 18 years, but he's. It's just fun to be in that position. So I'm like, all right, what else can we show you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm going to have you come down into a guest spot and people will be like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, in the town that I'm in, I think we have like 60,000 people. I'm not completely sure. And that's like, that's bigger than the town I grew up in. I grew up in a town of 900 people. Uh, and I came in here. And I was just like the person that was like, okay, cool. It's time to turn this town like upside, like up on upside down, yeah. and do some stuff that people won't wouldn't see around here. Because I had the ability now in a salon environment, people are a little bit more trusting with their hair because mm-hmm. our salon's known for bright rainbow colors and like crazy, crazy like rainbow hair. Okay. So I took that as an opportunity to kind of express myself a little bit more creatively with the cutting side of hair. And a lot of people have kind of taken to that as like, a, okay, well, this is the place you come if you want wacky, fun hair. And it's, dude, it's been such a blessing just to be kind of one of the people in in the front of like changing people's minds on how like to style their hair. That's huge. I mean, if they're, you're in a position where people expect that almost from you. So you're not having to do too much uh convincing yeah and like what they call a paradigm shift you know <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean it's not like they're gonna be like uh what are you doing um no that's 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 great man that's great it, it's been fun to i started talking to you i mean we should uh i'll see how i can do this i want to link the first time you were on the show to this i'll put it in the show notes so people can hear 
you saying what you want to do and you doing what you want to do. Yeah, because let me cool. tell you something, brother. This isn't something that everybody does. A lot of people talk. A lot of people talk. Not a lot of people actually do stuff. And I think that's what attracts me to you and talking to you in the first place is that you're actually doing it. Um, Trying to. So what? So what is what is next for you? You got the Hanzo thing. That's pretty huge, and that'll keep you busy for a couple of years or as long as you want, right? I mean, how does that end? They do contracts, or it kind of ends just like when I get burnt out and I want to take a break, I'll take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, you know, I've got um, sixty classes for this year already booked, and I don't have any plans to top, stop anytime soon. Like it's. A lot of people in my position, I don't want to sound like I'm taking it for granted because I'm extremely blessed and I'm extremely grateful. Uh, but a lot of people will be like, okay, cool, I made it. I'm a Hanzo educator. Like, you know, I'm good. Yeah. I'm not I'm not about it. You know, I'm I'm working backwards. You know okay. what I'm saying? I set, I set my first goal would be a lot of people's end goal. Okay. My first goal was to be a Hanzo educator. Okay. I made my end goal. Now it's time to work backwards and make my, my, my next end goal something completely different, completely bigger, totally bigger. Okay. Uh, and and that's I had to talk with a client about this because he, he runs his own business and he's like, well, I set my incentives for my employees at a number that like they think is unreachable, but it's really the number we have to reach. Mm-hmm. So that way when they bust through it and it's like easy, they're like, wow, we did something really great. And it's like, no, you really just did what I needed you to do. <laughs> okay, I got you. So for me, it was, okay, cool, well, that's the bar is being a Hanzo educator. But I didn't know that, like, that's just my starting point. That's the first rung on the ladder. Mm. So now I'm trying to figure out what my, what my next end goal is. I don't know. I can't, I can't really answer that. I'm like... Yeah, you don't have to answer it. I'm just curious if you had it, you know, if you, you know, you do have something bigger that you'd like to accomplish. And that's... Yeah, that's I mean, I would like, at. like right now I have my studio... Um, and the studio is great. I'm busy, but me and the guy that owns the salon, uh, have been talking about opening a barbershop, uh, separate from the salon and just kind of having our environment. Um, that w- would be cool, but it's not really high on my priority list right now. I like where I'm at. I'm comfortable for right now. I have a home base when I need to leave and travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like like some of my own products. Like I would like to do with my own product line, nothing too crazy, but I'm working on some clothing stuff right now. I'm coming out with like a, a really small clothing line. Nice. Um, it's something I've always been into and just a lot of stuff that I look at and I gravitate towards it. It just makes me want to go out and see if I can create myself. So probably good. Yeah. That's probably my next goal not hair related is that mm-hmm. uh, my next goal hair related is I would love to educate at a hair show or two for Hanzo this year. Um, but you know, we'll see how that goes. I'm just kind of grinding away with the Hanzo thing. Nice. Well, it's Incredi- good. Incredibly excited for the future though with them and incredibly blessed to be in the situation I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you, you are, you're, you're lucky to a degree, right? Luck is because you've been pushing for it. <laughs> the, the luckiest yeah. people in the world, the ones that, they seem to get lucky over and over again because <laughs> yeah, they work their ass off. Well, I mean, thing you know, I definitely noticed by you is you got a strong work ethic, right? You're, you're working all the time and, and you understand networking, right? Yeah. Like you don't, you don't need this 
podcast. Like you're not hitting me up so that you can get more recognition. You got more recognition than I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you don't, you're not hitting me up like, Hey, let me get on that cast so I can get, you're like, Oh, when, when should we do another episode? Cause it's fun. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I just, like, I just like sitting here and riffing with you, man. I just like talking about shit. Yeah. I like talking about it too. I like talking about haircuts and I like talking about things. What are you using for clippers these days? Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I used to be a really bad clipper whore. Um, <laughs> I used to have like seven clippers on my desk, on my station. And now I just really use two. I just use, um, a gold, Babyless gold FX and one of the black FXs mm-hmm. uh, with the fade blade. Um, and then I use my gold FX trimmer and the trimmer that Hanzo came out with, which is the best trimmer I've ever used. What is is that out like available on their website or is that like a thing just yeah, for yeah, you guys you right now? It, you can get it through your local rep. Uh, it's you know the gamma trimmers. Yeah, it's a gamma trimmer, but it's a collab with Hanzo. So it oh, Hanzo gotcha. Two different blades and like one of them's pre modified and they're zero gapped out of the box and it's cool. Nice. That's a, that it's must cool. be cool to have like privy to all the new shit they come out with. You know what I mean? I like yeah. to use the word privy. Privy's my new word. Throwing that around <laughs> tonight. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of info that we get told that it's just like oh, I don't know if I can talk about this I don't know if I can talk about that yeah don't do it if you know, I don't want to get in trouble I don't want I don't need any breaking news like that on this thing <laughs> um, no that's interesting man um, yeah I I've never been one to like try and have a bunch of different clippers but I always I think it's just because I was raised in the game by a straight up OG had. Yeah. Two TL liners, two. He used the wall designers. Didn't even use the seniors or yeah. He used the designers for life. Still using them. And uh, he he would uh, he every time I get something new, he'd be like, "Oh, it's stupid," you know. And uh, eventually, I just settled on I I kind of the same thing. I had two outliners. One for when one got hot. One had a little little tighter adjustment on it, and. Uh, you know, I had two seniors going all the time. You know, that's all I had. Yeah. And then I started using magic clips. and I'm still a wall. I still can't get away from the wall, no matter what. I try new things all the time. You know, because all my barbers all have different stuff all the time, right? So, yeah. I go, let me try that for a couple of cuts. You know, I'm like, ah, this yeah. don't feel right, man. I've been using wall literally since 1994. Now, I, I just picked up uh, one of the new cordless seniors. The brand new ones they re-released. Yeah, because yeah. I was I was using my cordless senior for the last two years since they came out, and it just finally like bit the dust the other day. I like went to turn it on and it just wouldn't turn on, and I was like, "Wow, I've fiddled with this enough times trying to make the life last. That it's about time I just bought a new one." Yeah. So you had the hundred years before, right? No, I, I had the. Uh, the you had the black ones. Yeah the the original uh, cordless senior that they put out. Oh okay. I had that for a while, and then, uh, yeah, I had some trouble with it, and I guess that a lot of them had trouble, so yeah, I ended up selling it to one of my barbers for, like, short money, and he actually still uses it. He loves it. I just, for whatever reason, couldn't get down with it. I was going to buy the Cordless Master, but I'm just not a not an Andis guy. I like the Supra, and I've said that a bazillion times on this cast. I, I do use that quite a bit, and that's just for, like, major bulk. I mean... Yeah. You know, like I said, grind style, you come, a lot of times you're cutting guys' hair, they get their hair cut three, four times a year. You know what I'm saying? And they want a two on the sides. (laughs) You know, no problem. (laughs) Grind it out two seconds. Um, It's good for clipper over comb stuff. Um, But 
other than that, it's just wall. And and uh, I did actually, I did actually jump into the Babyliss lineup here with that new FX skeleton trimmer. It's insane, right? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty badass. I haven't. That's that's exactly what I was looking for. They nailed that one, man. I just don't like the gold. So I, I need the silver to come out for real, for real. It's, I see it around, but it's out. It's, it's, it's hard out. to get. I can't find it anywhere. Sally's. Sally's has it. Yeah. The Sally's in my town don't have nothing. <laughs> I got a. I, uh, I sold my cordless detailer for the for the Hanzo trimmers. Okay. Because those come skeleton too. Yeah, see, I tried the Gamma ones. They're okay, but something about the weight of them, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't hate yeah, them. Yeah, they're a little too light. They're a little bit different. I don't know. I, I think I think the, um, I like more of a circle trimmer because I've been using the details for so long, I think. Just like a, not a, you know what I mean? Like a tubular shape to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? But, nah, it's interesting. It, I'm such a old school fool if you're like you should try this i'm like nah <laughs> i will try it i'll try it and then i'm like no nope, thank you but no you're like one haircut in you're like yeah that was enough yeah oh i gotta get different clips now what are you talking oh, i don't know this seems like a lot <laughs> but like i said man you know i want to you know like I, recently we started talking about like what we could do for promo videos for the medfield store and like i was literally just like something as simple as describing in 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 um actually doing what you know three different style back of your head looks like you know like square line circle or tapered right because it's literally we're at that level where we're teaching that um that's tough yeah it's so it's like all right and then you know um every once in a while i'll be like hey how do you feel about a design over here and we'll just throw like a line in or something like that you know um, yeah. The cool thing, my, I love my barbers over there. They're like, they're down to do whatever. They're down to try whatever. They're down to be like totally modest and easy. And they're down to like go, hey, what about this? And, um, yeah. you know, just introducing people to product. One thing I'll say about that shop versus the Milford shop is Medfield, everybody buys products. They want it. They want to know what's going on. At Milford, it's like, well, how much is it? And they'll go, okay. And I could tell they're just going to go buy it on Amazon. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that that's something I've run into as well, because I like <clears throat> at my studio I sell what you would probably consider like a premium price product. Like I sell the Strand Iconic for thirty two. Oh wow! And I sell Victory Crown for twenty five. Right. But ninety percent of my clientele is blow drying their hair and like learning how to like I'm teaching them how to style their hair. Nice. So a lot of guys when you or a lot of people with short hair. When you get to that level of like, hey, here's how you make your product last two months longer. They're like, okay, cool. I could buy it once in five months instead of once in three. That's a good point. So, kind of teaching them like the difference of like a cool. So if you want hold, you you know, spraying a sea salt spray, you're spraying a texture spray and blast it with cold air. And they're just like, yo, so that'll style my hair instead of using half a jar of pomade. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's why you should buy this, you know, $35 product that's really good rather than your $12 pomade, you know, your Suavecito or whatever you buy. Right. Yeah, we're trying to... Suavecito is king in my Milford shop. It's really... I, I got rid of it once, and uh, everybody was like, where is it? Where is it? I was like, eh. So I'm not going to... It's the smell, man. The I'm... smell keeps people coming back. Yeah, I mean, it's a good product. It's it's an all-in-all -all great product. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah, a yeah. meat and potato product, but I got... Um, I started trying to get in touch with Victory Crown in September. Yeah. 
and they had a bunch of wacky stuff going on at their website. And I was like, I didn't realize that Anthony owned that. Yeah. So I'm like texting so, them all, all different. Really good of mine, yeah. Yeah. He, yo, he's he's cool as hell. I've met him a couple of times. Um, and so I finally, they finally get back to me like, look, everything's been messed up. Sorry about that. Like we're we're through this distributor now. And I'm like, oh, that distributor just reached out to me. So that's interesting. So um, talking with them over there. So yeah, we just actually got a huge shipment today. The box is upstairs. Um, I love that paste and that hairspray is just like bomb and actually used together is is so, crazy i'll spray that spray in damp hair mm -hmm. and then put a little of the paste or the mat in over it and i'll blow dry the two together perfect textured looks now do you use any after the blow dry or blow dries use, the end i'll use the spray a little bit more after to kind of piece it together mm -hmm. um but a lot of times just that alone will kind of do the job if i need it to kind of tame flyaways i'll use a tiny bit more of the paste or just like a mm -hmm. super minuscule amount of the slick gotcha it really grips the hair yeah slick is great too if you put uh, it in dry it's still matte finish so okay i gotcha now uh let me ask you a weird question people probably don't ever ask you this you've got all the pomade and all the stuff on your hands you're about to grab your blow dryer how do you cleanse your hands from product to blow dryer? Or do you just grab the thing and just get all nasty with it? No, I can't do that. <laughs> um, so I, I put a towel on my keychain. Uh -huh. I like clip my keychain through a towel and I link it right to my waist. Mm -hmm. And I'll wipe, I'll wipe my hands on the towel. with. Okay. Uh, I'll spray my water, which has a little bit of hair tonic in it, so it gets all the product out cool. on my hands. And then I'll wipe it off on the towel. I always wonder how people do that. I, I use hand sanitizer. Yeah. Right? That cuts through everything. But if you're doing that 15, 20 times a day. Your hands you get, get real dry. Yeah, you get raw, man. You know what I mean? So, pro tip, a little bit of lather from your latherizer. Mm-hmm. Run that through your hands. It'll moisturize it and take the product off. Ah, okay. So I just is, don't use my latherizer much, so. so. This is why we're talking. This is why we're talking, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I used to work with a guy who used to do that after every haircut after he applied product and I'd be like, Yo, what what are you doing? He's like, Yeah, barber's soap, man. Like it just takes it right off your hands. Huh. And if this it, to this day it, it always has worked. That's interesting. I'm gonna try it. We're gonna give it a shot. Yeah, I just I really you know, like I said, over the last two years and focused on shape, focused on style, focused on you know, not almost everybody's hair is getting blow dried now where that didn't never happen before, you know? Right. Um, and it's more so it's, it's trending, but it's also more so I'm, I'm tired of doing the same thing day in, day out. And I, I love what I do. I want to love it more, you know? Right. So that's why, good. that's why I feel extremely blessed to be in the situation I'm in, man, because, you know, I'm walking into a class, not knowing what I'm cutting, who I'm cutting, what the hair looks like. And I get to, and usually you know, models are just like, yeah, do whatever as long as it looks cool. That's when I really yeah. get to kind of break the creativity out. That's interesting. Yeah, I haven't had that yet. That's that's coming up. I don't know when. I thought I thought I'd have Medfield up and running a lot a lot harder by now, and I don't. And that's I think that's fine. I think my I think I was a little unrealistic in my expectation, but my goal was when that's all set, which would have been right about now that I would start just taking model haircuts and I want to start take, doing like like having my dude AJ come in and take real photos 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And just say, Hey, this is stuff we can do. Yeah. Well, that's like, mm-hmm. you know, that like tricolor, yellow, pink, blue, like mullet I posted the other day. Mm-hmm. That was a model that we spent seven hours on that service. <laughs> oh my God. I spent two hours on the cut and she spent five hours coloring it. You're talking about the female cut the on, on the, on the, yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's what I mean. It's crazy. Like if I could just spend like, what I would like to do is, you know, this is me just being, trying to be over efficient, teach a class yep. to my, to my guys and girls. Yeah. And then also have it be crazy shoot. You know what I mean? Well, I, I just try to structure my schedule. Like I don't work until 10, uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but I come in at 8 a.m. or 7.30 on Friday for an 8 a.m. appointment. Mm-hmm. And I have one guy who comes in at 8. And uh, I usually don't have anybody till around noon. So I'll block off that three hours and I'll try to take models in the morning. So I kind of like maximize my time. That's cool. That's a good so idea. That way when I'm home, I can kind of like chill and I don't have to worry about coming in to cut a model. Gotcha. Just work it right it's, into your schedule. Yeah. It's good. All right, man. Well, an effort to keep these under an hour. And also the fact that I got to get up at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I still got a forty-five. Still sitting here in the in the shop. I got a forty-five minute drive home. Woo! Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Good. Well, I appreciate your time, man. And, Always, uh, bro. I appreciate you having me back on. Yeah, for sure. For this is that this is guest month. I got um, Rocco from uh, Uplift Pomade. Oh yeah. He's gonna be on next week and the week after that. I got um, Steve and Evan from Barber's Den. Um, so just basically homies on this month, um, got to get Nick back on and, um, I've reached out to some bigger names and I'd like to get them on, but I realized that I was really just not offering them anything. I'm just like, Hey, come do this for me. Give me your time, please. And, uh, I got to come at it from a different angle cause that's not how I operate really. I don't like people that to me either. So. I gotta yeah, I kind of that. change that up. See, I don't have much money to throw you, but you know, I wouldn't mind just like being able to like get more of a rapport with people. I gotta get better at that. I'm just like a blunt, cut to the chase person. Like, hey, I think you're cool. Be on my podcast. Yeah, I feel that. Sometimes it's good enough, but yeah, uh, we'll see. But um, all right, man. We'll just let people know your Insta, man. Um, I'm gonna tag. I'm gonna link it in the notes, so it'll be there. But just so they can hear it. Yeah, so uh, my I am Brady Adam, and I can be found on Instagram at Trim Reaper underscore underscore. T R I M R E A P E R, right? Yep, that's nice. the one. Cool, man. Well, listen, have a safe ride home. Don't doze off. Oh, never. All right, call me if you need to, so we don't have. <laughs> I want to read any weirdness in the yeah. news, but yeah. nah, you should be good, All bro. Right. All right, man. Nice. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Appreciate you always. All right, brother. See you, bro. Bye.